0: When you listen to the show, do you find yourself agreeing with the boys? Or do you think Tim is full of shit? Well, let them know how you really feel and participate in the live shows. Follow the Tim Zabriskie Show by searching at Timmy Zabriskie on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Instagram. And fully interact by liking, commenting, and even calling into the hotline. Don't be afraid to make your voice heard. Share this podcast.
1: We haven't seen enough. He's standing up. Keep it the Start
0: it doesn't look any better any time you watch it. Oh, watch this, Phil. Do you, do you like that, Phil?
1: I, 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 don't, I don't understand
0: <laughs>
1: Phil they love Oh Phil
0: It's wrestling baby
1: Isn't <laughs> like nobody's like you know Picking their pants up like Yeah he man. doesn't
0: pick his pants up at all That's the best part Phil, they're still going at it.
1: Oh, I don't even understand what that just was.
0: little, little, uh, little payback Phil?
1: I think those were his tights though.
0: Oh now I'm so I'm more confused. They're storytelling, Phil. I don't understand the story. <laughs> Phil it's this is wrestling, alright? This is the wrestling that you grew up on. This is the wrestling I grew up on.
1: I didn't realize I was a twelve-year-old girl in Japan.
0: <laughs> oh, look how pretty he is, Phil! Oh, it's love. They love each other, Phil. Oh my gosh!
1: Make it as fucking tiny for the little AMPM shit.
0: <laughs> I don't even know what sound that was. What was that? <laughs> I don't even know.
1: <laughs> what are you doing to oh, us, Tim? Oh.
0: Uh, I wish I knew Ah. (laughs) What's up guys? Tim Zabriskie here, <laughs> back at it again with the brand new vid. I love the comments that you guys are leaving right over here on the screen. Uh, Bill's saying that his, his head hurts, but uh, uh, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to back to the Tim Zabriskie Show. We're, uh, we're, we're here. We're talking about a bunch of whole friggin' pro wrestling drama. To be honest with you, I, uh, I, I was getting itched to, to do the whole podcast deal. What's so. talking? What? Huh? What are you What are you talking about? I I don't know, Phil. What, what What's going on? I don't know what's happening. I don't uh, know what's happening. Anymore. <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, as always, the what's president happening? of wrestling, Mr. Phil Stamper.
1: Oh, I chipped a tooth.
0: You chipped a <laughs> tooth just now? <laughs> what? I don't How think just you... now,
1: but I think I just realized
0: it. Oh my gosh, Phil! You chip you chipping teeth. Um, there's drama. There's there's love making in in wrestling. There's there's a lot of not love making happening. In There's also a lot too. of
1: not white balancing happening right now. Yeah. Oh my gosh.
0: We we just throw these shows together. We put no effort into any of these things. It's if you guys only knew the effort. The effort that we try every single every single time. But anyway, we 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 still got a great little uh, little program for you. Thank you so much for hanging out with us on this Thursday. We're gonna, we're gonna be you know we're we're kind of spitballing. We don't have an actual card here. We're just we got a post it note here, Phil, that I have bent in half trying to uh phil you ever hear that joke about why you, why a hooker doesn't work in the morning
1: i don't think i have heard you, this joke you,
0: you ever try to pull a grilled cheese sandwich apart the next day after cooking it oh yeah baby that's exactly what it's like with this post-it note here Wow, <laughs> I think I want to throw up a little. <laughs> oh my gosh yes greg we will find out who screwed bret hart in this episode too It'll... <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah we haven't talked about that Oh, is there something that is there literally something to talk about that with Brett? Oh, there is. All right, let's get into that first. Here we go. Thanks, Greg. Um, um What's going Is this about the whole uh,
1: spearing of Brett Hart thing? Is that that we're talking about here? No, this is the actual Montreal screw job being at work from the beginning.
0: Oh, okay. Oh, so this is what Earl Hebner has said, right? Yes. Because we haven't heard from Earl Hebner in how long, Phil. So let's let's bring ourselves back at a mediocrity and and make make ourselves own, me, 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 mediocrity, mediocrity, Phil. Damn, I'll buy it. <laughs> all right. Yes. So let. All right. So let's talk about this. So what did what did um um you know Mr. Merchandise <laughs> Earl Hebner have to do with uh wow. um uh, this whole thing that what did he say recently?
1: So uh. It- that basically he admitted to it being a plan the entire time that it wasn't uh hold on let me find out what he actually said yeah. you keep talking i'll find out the actual words so everybody
0: knows exactly what the montreal screw job is i'm not breaking any um any any news here <laughs> right this thing happened 12 freaking years ago and here we are no, more than that. Twenty, twenty-two, twenty-five years ago, Phil. What? I don't even know. I I forget. I think it's twenty-two years ago at this point. But we're still here talking about it. Um, basically, uh, Brett screwed Brett, <laughs> um, right? Because uh, he didn't want to do business or something. Right. <laughs> go on the network,
1: or just uh, go on any part of the internet, and you'll be able to find this. So. He was on Bully Ray's show. Bully Ray asks him if he believes Brett was in on the work, and Earl says, "Yes, I really do." He continued, "I'm not going to lie about it anymore. I've been trying to." <laughs> I've been holding Brett. this in, Phil. Because right. nobody would listen to it me. It' real, man. It' real. <laughs> it's all real, baby. But you know what? I have I have a a friend in in wrestling, uh, who for as long as this is as long as the Montreal Screwjob happened, ever since then, he's like dude can you not see that this was an entirely planned situation like of course he was in on it and like later when beyond the mat came out like you mean there was a team of cameras following bret hart on the documentary trail yeah
0: that's the best part about the whole thing is that they like all, all of a sudden they were filming this documentary for a year leading right. up to this one thing you know what
1: I mean? can can you turn down the background music just a little bit oh you still have background music i'm sorry
0: uh how's that is that better i mean i'm jamming now that i know that nobody else is nobody else jamming. heard it but you yeah i just didn't right. hit the hit the pause button but anyway so um yeah so as walt is chiming in saying that there were some sunny days that were happening brad definitely was sleeping with sunny sunny can deny it all, all she wants too she was
1: did she deny it <laughs> she's sa- actually shocking
0: she said that that she's like no you know i slept with him and him and bulldog and and ba blah blah ba but i never slept with a uh, brett that was the one guy i didn't sleep with and, but brett in his book the one brett literally talked about in his book all the cheating that he did on his wife so but all the but sunny sunny was like oh no i can't do that you know that's disrespectful like get the fuck out of here! <laughs> like,
1: like I don't, wow. I don't, I don't
0: believe you at all. Is what I, <laughs> what I feel.
1: About I that. I just pulled up on on the website called the Richest. Uh, it talks about the the what was it the eight, the seven wrestlers Sonny confided were her lovers, and the eight she didn't. Um, yeah, yeah, fifteen being wasn't, Bret Hart. Uh, what the WWE refuses to tell us, interestingly enough, is that is the fact that Sonny added to the tension between Shawn Michaels and Bret Hart. Sonny confirmed she was hooking up with H.B.K., and it has fueled the hatred even more as Sean became worried that Sonny was hooking up with his rival as well. This is a twist rarely mentioned that just made the, t- the things worse between the two. So, you know, now we have the whole other layer of not only was there a Montreal screwdrop, there was some screwing in Montreal.
0: Yes, exactly. Um, <laughs> uh, my, my biggest question is... Is there more days that Sonny's been in jail than there have
1: been people that she slept with? I mean, wow, woo! (laughs) And Greg, Greg, once since there's no real topic, can we talk about the promos that Cody and Dustin put out? Absolutely, yes. I thought, what did you think of Dustin's? I thought that Dustin's was
0: sweet. I think that you know it was uh it was very nice of him to you know graciously let go of the a huge part of his life. He's been playing that character since uh. 1995, so that's even 24 years here, right? Right. I was. I almost put him on the cover that I made for this podcast here, but um, it. it I I don't know. Goldust. Do you remember Goldust back in '95, dude? That guy freaked me out. It was it was, <laughs> it was very gay.
1: <laughs> it was a. Di- it was.
0: <laughs> no, it was a much more taboo time then. Like, it's, yeah, it was. It's so. It's even worse. I remember right. being like. Like nine years old, nine ten in that range, and I was just like, ugh, yeah."
1: <laughs> I think it was made to creep you out, though. Like totally made to creep With you. With the
0: out. heart on Razor's chest, it was gay, and it's not. It's right. not even and like at, I know we're not supposed to use that word anymore, but what was it? At that time, that that wasn't cool. It was not. You're very blue now. All right. Stop messing I'm, with the settings. All right. I I have I have to right fix there. it, Tim. No, right there. I have to fix it. No, because then you go black, and then I'm doing this podcast by myself. It's not. Well, a you good look idea. like a
1: Simpsons character. So exactly, Phil.
0: And ask me if I care.
1: No. <laughs> all right. Or you ha- or you have Hep C. One of the two. I don't
0: know. Oh wow. Let's, let's... top ten wrestlers with Hep C. Phil, go. Uh, allegedly Kamala
1: <laughs> or was it Abdullah the Butcher I've lost track it's Abdullah it's definitely okay. Abdullah all right
0: let's let's try to get on topic a little bit all right so Greg wanted to us to discuss the the promos i thought that the gold dust promo was very good i really liked how he put the head into the lockbox and then um Cody's promo was great i thought that i thought that Cody you know saying that um, he's gonna stop the attitude era, and that, and it, you know, he's gonna kill it and everything like that. I think that um, I I really I really enjoyed it. I think that uh, you know, it puts a new spin on everything. There, what are your thoughts?
1: I mean, I agree. I I, lo- I loved his promo. It was intense. It was the right kind of intensity. Um, you know, there were a little peppering of things throughout the entire promo. I loved it.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I like. Who do you who who do you think was better, Austin or CM Punk? Going with what they were saying there? Oh, C M Punk. Yeah. I think that I think that it was just more like a little bit of reality. I mean I mean it doesn't really it's not also the phone lines are open, guys. Five one eight three five zero four three one two if you wanna call in as well. But um um it, it 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 felt more organic, it felt more real, kind of like like the NWA, Phil. Like in what like let we're jumping topics here. Again, I we we're kinda of pressed for time here just because Phil has another podcast to go to. Actually wow. I do not now. Oh, okay. So then we can uh we can kind we of are, just do whatever we want
1: here. <laughs> we are open. The lines are open too at 518 350 4312. They are, Phil.
0: Thank you for the uh for, for letting everybody know. So feel free to to call in and we can uh we can go over that as well now. Um Um What was the subtle shot that he took at
1: Triple H Cody did? Uh, Oh, I'm trying to remember. Oh, it was something about um, a wannabe bodybuilders match being better than a Kenny Okada match. Um,
0: But that could be anybody.
1: How is that specifically uh, at Triple H? There was something he said in the way he said it that was like, "Was was that Triple H? And that was the thing. That was more of it. It was like, is it? Is it not? Hmm. So that's just it. Like they're teasing everything all the, over the place. Um, which speaking of teases, Walt, call in and I'll do it. <laughs>
0: right. No, can continue. My God, Walter! My God, Walter! If you're gonna be on live wire, you gotta be prepared.
1: Now, you know, <laughs> to be fair, to make sure I'm not making fun of Jim Ross, I did have facial paralysis about three weeks ago. Uh, so. You know, I can do this because it was—it was more of my 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 memory now.
0: Phil, just because you had an experience with it doesn't mean that you can make fun of other people
1: that that actually <laughs> have it. All right, hey,
0: hey,
1: Phil, you didn't even have—you, it, it wasn't—it wasn't exactly. Bell's it wasn't palsy, Bell's palsy. No, so but the, I had, but I had shingles. But and my it, face I hurt. Had, I had no. It. I. I actually had paralysis. Like through here in my face, it was hard to like move my face. Phil, you woke up. <laughs> it was like just when I woke up one morning, I was like, "What the hell is happening?"
0: Phil, you're basically saying that because I've had a headache before in my life that I can make fun of people that had brain cancer. Okay,
1: like, <laughs> wow. like
0: I, I think that's but, really. But then
1: if I was like, I had a thing like brain cancer. Yeah,
0: No. Okay, okay, fine. It's Jim Ross,
1: and it's and it's Jim Ross's voice. Yeah. Just take it for what it is. Okay. All right, yeah. Keep it very My God. Big. Yeah. My God. Here. I'll hide my face so you don't see what I'm doing to try to make the voice. Uh. All you need to know is you're going to sound like this a little bit. <laughs> my God. My
0: God. Exactly. <laughs> Oh my gosh, I, Phil! I think this is the one where, you, where I think this is the one where they really take us off the air. You know?
1: <laughs> yeah, we need to talk. Have a conversation with our producers. Yes, yes.
0: Oh, Phil, don't be knocking the the
1: the waiver in the front of this. <laughs> uh, front of the. There was something else in the waiver at the start of this too that I was like, oh yeah, I never realized that before. And then it says producers, and I'm like, oh yeah,
0: oh yeah. <laughs> Phil, we are a professional show. Don't listen
1: to this guy. All right. <laughs> if you again, if you guys only knew. Um, okay, uh, Greg, I can't quite see your your comment because it's white on it's white text on a white background. Because uh, man, we are Tim, shitting Tim, all over everything Tim's, that I do here. All right, Tim's is that God, better, Phil? Go. Thank you. God, I'm looking damn. forward to Double or Nothing and Starcast. I'm ex- I'm excited about. Once again, about, about, Conrad, about. you
0: gave us the fucking snub. <laughs> for Starcast, I don't, I don't understand. Is there just, a, is there like a sign-up sheet or something like that for? I want to know it.
1: Loud? So I, uh, I think there's a lot of people who are very interested in wanting to find out if Conrad actually has a job with the WWE. Hold on, Star- we gotta,
0: we're getting a phone call, Phil. Okay. Hi, you're on the air.
1: Oh, we're, oh, we're
0: getting two phone calls, one at a time. If you're going to be on Livewire. We're doing it one at a time. Live wire. Live wire. Live wire. Live wire. You're on the air. What uh, are you doing? What they hung up. Two. Pe- <laughs> here we here we go.
1: In case of a fast pickup, let us know that you're not a voicemail system, so you need to press one to take this call.
0: All right. Hi, you're on the air. Here we, here we go. Hello. Turn your uh turn the internet off behind you
1: right we hear the replay and now there's another beep did they hang up again no we're getting too we're getting too many calls my brain hurt hi
0: you're on the air if you're gonna be on live wire you got to communicate in the conversation
1: so while we're figuring that out uh for all disclosure I've been a little under the weather today so if I don't come off with like bright-eyed bright big eyes and like Yay! I'm so excited. It's because my energy level's at a two.
0: <laughs> Livewire, you're
1: on the air. Uh, uh hello, uh, Mr. Ross. Good morning. Uh, hey, man. Uh, okay, oh, man. Do you got? Do you got a I question? Think, do you got I, a question think, for us? I, I What's going on? Is, I I do think that Goldust is gonna beat Triple H for the um uh uh.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, do you have a question? Uh, if, if you're gonna be on Livewire, you gotta give us a you got uh, What you what do you think of Roddy Roddy Piper going up against Hulk Hogan at the Starcade? Well, I I I think that you got a couple guys here that are that are trying to get paid. (laughs) (laughs) And and but you know, they should have they they somebody should have taken him out back and shot him a long time ago. (laughs) Next question. (laughs) All right. Uh,
1: so let's jump to I can't here. I can't say the I can't say what was in my brain on that one. Say oh, it wow. say it, Phil. Where, where, I was where, like, well, one of them's already been shot. Uh, uh, oh. Oh god. I'm
0: sorry. All right. Alright. So so um getting back to what to the uh to the post it note here, Phil. Um, let's talk about um Luke Harper. Okay. Luke yes. There's been a lot going on with Luke Harper, and um I actually have Cliff notes here of from the article, as far as <laughs> as far as the deal with this guy. So, um, Luke Harper, that you know I I used to wrestle with back in the day. Supposedly, um, um, he had an accent, gave him a southern accent there, Phil. So basically, Vince lost all his hope in this guy. Did you know that, Phil? Basically, uh, Vince McMahon has reported uh, p- reportedly in- informed that Luke Harper um will not be released he he asked for his release um a couple weeks ago like right after WrestleMania and they denied him and because he was out of action for 6 months Phil they're adding another 6 months to his contract and the big question is is are they going to do anything with him now or are they going to just have him sit out the rest of his contract and do nothing
1: they'll probably have him sit out sit out his contract and do nothing they've done this before with other people it's not a surprise I think uh, Rey Mysterio was one of the people they've done it with before, before in the past. I feel like there's other people too. Um, and that, yeah, when when you are out due to injury, they consider that time not towards your contract. But through their option, they could decide to or not to behold that. And Greg, if Mox and Brody Lee go back to CZW, well, one, like there would be it some big people like- because. <laughs> There is no money left in CZW. DJ has no more money, and neither do the three other people who co-own CCW right now.
0: Right. It, 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 like, it, it would just be a completely backwards step. But going back to this whole article that I'm reading here on Brody Lee, it says that um, um, the whole thing was that a few years ago, back when he had the Intercontinental title, I guess the whole thing was that Vince really wanted him to um, – have a southern accent for his character and this is all speculation you know these dirt sheets they they are what they are grain of salt but ever since then he's always i guess the big thing has been like yeah but he can't do a southern accent and phil if if a southern accent is what they're gonna want phil i think that they should try to give me a call phone lines are
1: open what's funny is you do a southern accent like jim Cornette.
0: Yeah, it's it, it's, it's a like, little more
1: whiny. It's a little bit more like this. More,
0: it's a little more whiny, and goddamn it, I I put that order. What? What? You think I was fucking kidding when I put in that order for this Wendy's, and you're just fixing it now? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: Dude. Oh, is, I'm dead. I'm dead already. <laughs> now
0: can you not do it? Yes, Greg. I cannot do a southern accent, or it's kind of hard now, right? <laughs> now that he's pointed out, I'm like, ah, oh, yeah. Um, the phone lines are open three five five one eight three five zero four three one two. Goddamn!
1: <laughs> I think you added two extra threes in that. <laughs> <laughs> three three five one. I love all these local promoters going on about how they're going to book Brody Lee as soon as he's released. Um, I've also seen that about Mox That that that. Oh yeah, I know how to book him. Sure, I'll book him can you? So one promoter said it to me last night. Well, of course I'm going to say I can book him because if he's available for bookings, of course you can book him. It's like, well, what if he comes back and says he's $25,000? Well, then I'm not going to book him.
0: Yeah. That's the whole thing. (laughs) Yeah. It's like, it's like, you know, it's once again, it just goes back to the indie professional wrestling. They're just all dreamers <laughs> like like all these guys are like oh my god yeah this is really gonna change the business first off don't change something you can't really change <laughs> and at the same time like 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 you you're not you're not crazy a tax refund booking I love it <laughs> oh man e- even if it's up here like up up in upstate New York where he's from because you know I know he, I know that he like uh, didn't he move down to Florida once he got signed but but he's from Rochester, so even if right. he moves back to Rochester, he's, you know, I I don't know. There, there's just a lot of speculation with it. I mean, but the same thing with Dean Ambrose. Now, um, Bubba Ray on his podcast, and I haven't yet to hear Bubba Ray's podcast, but I'm sure it's great because I, I always love listening to those shoots or watching those shoots with Bubba Ray because he tells really good stories, right? But he seems to think that the WWE had produced that promo the John Moxley promo that he put out. Now I'm almost leaning towards that myself because of the production value, <laughs> everything like that. It almost, it almost, as soon as he said, it, I was like, you know what? That could very well be the case because you know, for me, I just look at the big deal with how his wife still works for the company. Right. And clearly he wants to be around his wife. Right. There's no question about that. Right. But, um, but at the same time, like like the production value w- was insane on that. It had it had original music. Do you know how hard it would be, Phil, uh, if to get like original original compos- composition music not copyrighted and everything like that? Like like to do a promo like this. AEW they haven't even done any promos like this for their own shit. So it only only makes sense to me. That maybe the WWE I can't talk, Phil. Maybe double, the double, W double. maybe a WWE made that.
1: Um so what's what is interesting in that that perspective, WWE did hire somebody named Giancarlo, um, the Tamo or diatamo uh, who used to do some of like the, the Joey Janela promo that sort of got him famous. Um and this is very much that style. Well, Giancarlo now works for the WWE, so it, that's kind of interesting. But to say like, well, AEW hasn't done this for anybody else, well, they didn't they haven't really had to yet. Right. Or in The way they've put out their materials. So if this is indeed for AEW, it makes a lot of sense.
0: Yeah. Hi, you're on the air. So <clears throat> with all the you want do you want to introduce between... yourself, bud? What's your name? Oh, my bad. It's Greg Huddle, hey, the one who always comments on you guys' videos. What's Just recognized on? as one of your guys' top fans. Oh, thanks, man. Aw, oh, aw. Oh. Top this fans! Awesome. Top Ow. fans! Phil's the man. We know it. Um, I'm okay, too, though.
1: My question is, is the uh, fact that WWE is currently trying to sign most of the top indie guys still to try to prevent AEW from signing them. Hence the why Joey Ryan is currently the top guy going to AEW. Are to dirty, to
0: right? I mean, it it makes sense. Allegedly,
1: because that hasn't been confirmed yet.
0: Yeah, but it makes sense. Allegedly,
1: but still, it's leaning more towards it that way. But the thing is, they've offered him a contract not to be a main roster talent, but more of a coach at the PC.
0: Yeah, which is what everybody, every single person that gets into the wrestling industry wants to do. They don't want to have any glory or any moments to themselves. They just want to. They just want to help everybody else. You know what I mean? Now, there's two ways of looking I at that, though. Vince is more scared. No, no, I'm talking about the fact, like, if they're offering him this job, like, like Joey Ryan, he, you know, he's he's a great character, but does he really and he want is, to? And he's
1: also a great, a great coach as well. Yeah.
0: But my point being, though, is that, do, like, like for a guy that's been in front of crowd after crowd after crowd, does he want to get signed just to? just to be a coach, though? Or does, does he want to have his moment in the sunlight? And with AEW, he would have that moment in the sunlight compared to um, the longevity of having a coaching job. You know what I mean? So there's two also, ways of, of looking at that. Also, going back to what Phil said, allegedly, watching Being the Elite,
1: the vignettes with uh, Joey Ryan and his uh, figure... That he's been walking around with and worshiping week after week
0: what bill Do you get that
1: i'm i'm i lost track i'm so sorry uh that joey ryan is, is in the being the elite videos yeah the being the elite videos here recently have had joey ryan carrying around a figure from pro wrestling tees of Mmm.
0: All right. Well, thanks for calling in, Greg. <laughs> I mean, I mean, it did, that that <laughs> he just hung up himself. I didn't even hit the, the button. He he knew that we were confused. Greg, no, we appreciate you though. Thank you for uh, thanks for stopping. And hey, I love Dave, Greg. How are you? Greg is awesome. Yeah. No. So um, so so with that being said, yeah, I I, I don't know, Phil. The whole with the whole Dean Ambrose mm-hmm. thing. I I I don't see him. I don't see him jumping ship. I don't. I definitely don't see him going to CZW. Let's just put an end to that.
1: Right. <laughs> Shake my head on that one um so i'm seeing this article from from cultaholic.com talking a little bit about luke harper and just yeah the vince that that uh figure four wrestling online posted this thing about yeah vince McMahon doesn't get luke harper as a performer and even bemoaned that's that's the word they chose bemoaned Be moaned, his, phil that Be he even moaned. bemoaned his lack of a southern accent uh, Lucas said to have regularly pitched creative ideas when he was out injured but was repeatedly turned down. Allegedly, he was going to start a uh, feud with Sami Zayn. Uh, they also claim that uh, he was brought in to work a dark match with EC3 before SmackDown Live yeah. um, after WrestleMania. No, the, um,
0: the, you're missing the best part about that That part, Phil, because the the thing is, is that they sent him home. And then Im- immediately made him come back the next day to have this dark match with EC3. Yeah. <laughs> so it, it's not it's not even uh it's not even more like like <laughs> like oh no he you know they had him just travel from place to place no they sent him fucking home and then they sent him back. Well, you talking shit over there? <laughs> Don't make me come over there, boy. Uh- <laughs> So, so that that's what the big thing is. So, the, the, I don't know. Maybe, maybe he felt like they were just fucking with him. But I just love this whole thing with Phil. I literally love this whole thing. With, 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 not with Phil, with Vince. I like, what me. I do? <laughs> I, I love. This I'm, I'm
1: Vince McMahon now. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta, I gotta start walking like this. God damn it!
0: Um,
1: that's I, right, Josh. I love this, this
0: whole thing. thing with with Vince, where he uh he will just hold on to that one thing. You know what I mean? I guess a lot okay. of people are like that, though.
1: And and. If you want to talk about, you know, what's what's an interesting theme in some of these articles I'm reading, like this doesn't make sense that Vince would do this to Luke Harper and hold him to his contract. This doesn't make sense that uh, they're signing all these people. That that's a waste of money. They did it before. If you look back at the history of the WWE and WCW, they hired all of these cruiserweight wrestlers at that time um, because they didn't want them available for WCW. Reckless Youth, probably one of the best independent wrestlers in the last 25 years um <laughs> got signed WWE was just like basically just paying him to not wrestle and then the only thing they ever eventually offered him was the opportunity to manage tiger ali singh
0: yeah but still that's something i right you uh, I, I, I I see i'm at a totally different perspective and this is the reason why all right like like i I would take the fucking paycheck, all right? That wow. that that's kind of that's kind of me where I'm just like uh um yeah, man. I don't I don't know. I would just take the money. I I listened I listened to these guys. Like, let's let's talk about somebody else. Let's talk about uh um who are those fu- the FTW guys? Who uh Dawson and uh what's, what's the other guy's name? Dash? Dash and Dawson, right? Supposedly According to the dirt sheets, they were offered a half a million dollars, Phil. A half a million Are you okay?
1: You got some weird, yeah, weird, weird, weird looks on your face. I'm I'm reading stuff at the same time. Oh, okay.
0: A half a million dollars, Phil. Do you know what what you could do with a half a million dollars, Phil? A half a million of anything that you fucking wanted to, Phil. <laughs> <laughs> so so I don't I don't know, like uh like what they're what they're fucking oh they they weren't getting a push it doesn't fucking matter at the end of the day it's about the money this is why i'm a kevin nash i'm a click guy because the thing is is that they didn't give a fucking shit those guys all they cared about was making the money and then when the money stopped they left so simple take the fucking paycheck (laughs) i'm losing my shit here phil God, I'm like, I'm sick and tired of these these guys that would much rather be a fucking starving artist and and have their creative abilities than get than get the fucking paycheck.
1: I mean what? and I, I look at uh, Drake Younger. Drake Younger uh, was one of the first round of folks that were signed by WWE in this latest run to not be in a wrestling capacity. He's a referee. He's probably the best referee they have especially at NXT. Um, I
0: mean, is he the guy that broke his fucking leg and kept the three count? Because
1: no, he is not that guy. That's,
0: that's awesome.
1: Yeah. I'll take
0: that all day long.
1: Seriously. But uh, Drake is like helping teach other people how to be become referees. He's he has a family. He used to have a substance abuse problem that he's talked about before. That like he stayed clean. He's the he's the orange referee. He's the one that's so super tan. Sometimes.
0: Oh, um, that guy. Yeah, I know exactly what guy. you're talking about. Yeah.
1: Um, that guy looks like and, he knows his shit. Right. And he's he's and he's doing great because he did the, had that moment of like if this is a job, I'm I'm coming for work. I'm this is my payday. This right. is my paycheck. I am at the WWE. And you see them when wrestlers come in and they want to do different angles, different spots that involve a referee at NXT more often than not. Oh, look. There's Drake.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. But Phil, what do you, what do you think of these guys that like supposedly are um, you know, they they just don't like there's a spot on the card. Like like at the end of the day, like these guys have guaranteed contracts.
1: It's not as hungry as it used to be. Right. Well, remember, it's guaranteed contracts, but some of that money only comes if then you're on the card. Some of it only comes like you know oh, okay. after. So that's you're the part of the whole guar- of the yeah.
0: That's the part of the guarantee that I didn't know about. Because I know that they have to pay for their own travel and everything like that, but at the same time, like like it just sounds to me, yeah, you're gonna get uh you're gonna get X amount of dollars.
1: You know yeah. what I mean? And and different than what happened back in the late late 90s even though they had OVW at the time, not all these people that they were signing to a contract were were going doing anything. Right. Um they weren't re- working at OVW, they weren't on OVW television for example, but now they have NXT. Now they have 205 Live. They have other places that can put all these people um, they're they're they have NXT UK they're about to start up NXT India there's a, apparently going to do an N- NXT possibly China and an NXT Japan so if that all gets going they they are going to need those guys to go over there um, but at the same time WWE is so bloated up top i mean so Chad Gable and Buddy Murphy got signed to two or not two not 205 live they got signed to smackdown in the superstar uh, 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 change up superstar shuffle and we haven't seen them since they were announced, and in fact, uh, Bobby Roode has crapped a little bit on Chad Gable. Um, like he's finally free; he cut 250 pounds of garbage off of his body. Like,
0: yeah, no, and that's the whole thing. Like with all the, if I, I guess, I guess, yeah, you know, we haven't really seen them in a while or anything like that, but, but it just makes it, um. It makes you just wonder like okay so if we haven't seen them then then are they still getting paid are they even are they even having them travel out and stuff like that you know what i mean right so i don't know all right so let's take a quick little break and then uh we will be right back paid for by the following (laughs) What? Babe, yeah. what, what shirt are you wearing? My Tim's Brisky Show shirt. <laughs> Of risky show shirts, like how sweet these shirts look, right? Ten dollars, I'll ship them anywhere because you're gonna pay for the shipping, right, Phil?
1: Absolutely.
0: <laughs> anyway, so um, Phil, I this th- this next guy is such a is such a polarizing character in the world of wrestling. He's the top of my list here, Phil. I want to start breaking down uh, this whole Leo Rush situation because I'm very confused with this whole deal with this guy, okay? <laughs> like, like, where does this egoness come from, Phil? Where does this whole cocky attitude come from? Like, go over the whole reports and everything like that before you start giving the opinions.
1: Okay, and first, Walter, we'll, we'll get to your topic as well. But, yes, yes. Um, so, Leo Rush. um, Leo Rush, when he was in NXT, uh. While he was NXT, Emma faced Oscar in a match. Emma lost, and then the next day, was was fired by the WWE. Um, trying to be trendy on his social media, uh, Leo Rush makes a comment to the like. I guess Emma couldn't stand up to Oscar, um, which right. got got him all sorts of heat about you know how dare you say something about somebody who just lost their job and their livelihood. Um, you know, that's unfair of you to stay, say you haven't even made it up the ranks at the same time. Yeah, you know, he, was,
0: he was there for like a week at this
1: point, right? Right, right. He wasn't there very long <laughs> and apparently was rubbing people the wrong way. Right. Um, people uh, who helped get him in the spot who have some WWE recognition called them to be like, dude, you need to apologize. You need to do this, that and the other thing. And You've he's like, apologized. no, no, I'm not. Like, why do I need to? Nothing I said was wrong. He later deleted the post. Posted an apology and then at NXT in the locker room apparently made a big like speech to the boys about not being understood and having to fight for your spot. And it's like, well, was this supposed to be an apology? Um,
0: oh, it was like a it was like a I, I'm sorry I said all those racist things, but, you know, it was a different time. Apology, right? More like I was going
1: through I, some stuff. I had, yeah, I had a reason brother? for what I did. Yeah. Brother, brother. brother? Right. <laughs> so, allegedly, and this is where, you know, this is where my wrestling brain kicks in because it's how much do I really believe that's out there? What really is the spin that's going on? And again, not everybody can have a top spot. Right. Not everybody can be on Raw SmackDown every single week for everything. Um, that allegedly he's been pulled from being the manager of, of, Bobby Lashley which we saw before and then they kept him with Bobby Lashley. Yeah. But seemingly well seemingly now he's not with Bobby Lashley anymore. Um and now even Leo Rush has tweeted out something like there are people in the WWE who are trying to get him fired.
0: Okay. Well, what there's another part of this whole thing too. Um, once again the phone lines are open here as well 518-350-4312. Phil, the the other part about this whole thing though is the involvement of his wife, though supposedly, yeah. right? So, um, apparently his wife is is always backstage, and that's that's like, I don't know, I I don't know why you would want that. I mean, I don't want my fiance at my job ever, basically. Right. Like uh, like it's the whole you know not to bring up Nash again, but Kevin Nash said he's like, um. He's like I don't want I don't want her anywhere near this shit at all. You know what I mean? This is like it's it, there, you right. need that separation, but the fact that he's bringing
1: his wife everywhere, you know what I mean? For right. all,
0: for all these show, like for all the shows it's like uh okay.
1: <laughs> but it was it was more than the, just that too that allegedly the two were about to get a reality show which drove some people the wrong way.
0: What? Uh, From who?
1: Right. Um and and that's just that I'm reading one article about it that doesn't even mention that, but I remember seeing that before. Right now, I'm looking at, at a bleacher report um, where he's just saying, like, there's never been an issue with him and Bobby. Um, but, but, but my issue wasn't with my on screen role. Um, my issue is the fact that I haven't been on meet and greets with Bobby. I haven't been getting paid for merchandise for us that has my catchphrases on them. And I have been sent to live shows and TVs and forced to pay my own rental for five days as well as hotel while not making enough money. It
0: says that so. he was hoping to get a reality show. Not that there was any talks of a reality
1: show anywhere, right? Um. Uh, but an hour ago, Cage Side Seats put out um, that Mark Henry was upset with Leo Rush because he tried to give Leo some <laughs> advice, and uh, that he just didn't listen to him. Um,
0: yeah, but Mark Mark Henry though he that guy gets upset over everything. All right, that yeah. guy would that guy would be like get upset over spoiled milk. You know what I mean? Like. So, whatever.
1: Um apparently he's also I guess I guess whatever is going on. So I I see another comment from Leo Rush saying something about how there was somebody who used to work for Ring of Honor who didn't like him there and now that same guy is working for the WWE. Oh okay. And, so but he's
0: it's, a, it just sounds like he's pulling the fucking victim card if you ask me.
1: There is a lot of that. Yeah. Um <laughs> So I don't know. I, I'm it's a little all over the place, and I can't remember who. More recently, I feel like it was somebody who's who's at AEW now made a comment to the disorganization of the backstage um, because they were trying to take a shot then at the the possible sponsorships, um, the possible uh, well, the upcoming alliance of Fox with the WWE. Uh, that if they knew really what happened behind the scenes and how you know how out of order things where they probably would never want to do business with them. Um, which also then says to me, you probably also don't understand some of the nature of television because sometimes it's that way on regular television sets too. Um, I don't know. It, but,
0: but let's, let's not take away from the fact that Leo rush is such a polarizing person, right? Yes. And the, the whole thing is that he's, it, it's not like he's such an innocent victim or, you know what I mean? It's not like he, uh, he he's been very quiet backstage. He's been very he's been very nice and very shallow. Um, the the guy, his Twitter speaks for itself. Right? Yeah. <laughs> like like if you were to take his social media presence and and have that be looked at as you know um, an extension of who he is, then yeah, I can clearly see that the guy could be an asshole. So I can definitely see here why why he's rubbing people the wrong way, you know what I mean because once you put something out on social media like that, 12 people can take it any sort of way. you know what I mean like like I've had to um, triple check myself for anything that I post myself because I know that you know I, I could get in trouble for something like that but but if he's if he's blatantly saying things about about Emma and me you know th- there's no reason for him to even say anything like that. You know, D- D- Donald Trump, right? L- I-, I don't like to talk about the guy either, but remember the whole locker room talk thing, whenever he did what with whatever he did, like uh like that doesn't make it so it's okay to put it up on social media though. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's 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 the same deal, you know.
1: Um, there is a, a rumor from PW Insider that Russia's m- making claims of not getting enough money to support his family. Mm. Um, and that WWE offered him a new five-year deal, making $300,000 a year. And that he turned it down to request double that amount. Um, oh, oh my God. But, but that there's, there was another issue, I so guess. Where does, uh, he, where
0: does this guy live? Do you know?
1: I think now, I mean, he lives now down in Orlando. All
0: right. So, so Leo Rush hometown. Okay. Let's, let's just go with this. Uh, Let's just go with that. He lives in Orlando, so let me do a quick search on Orlando, Florida cost of living, right? <laughs> and, and um,
1: well, here's my concern. Keep looking that up, and I'll, I'll say my concern about it. So, yeah. a lot of young uh, athletes, uh, NFL guys, when they go in, uh, they do a lot of like financial literacy for some of their guys because they're going to get all this money up front, um, and how do you pace it? don't blow it on you know all these extravagances because especially then if you get hurt you might not have some of that income coming in anymore what happens for your long term and that you know if you're looking at like doing all these different things getting on a talk show do, getting to be an actor oh and apparently my battery just died on my light um i'm having a wonderful evening anyway <laughs> um that you have a you have an agent who helps you you might have an accountant you have all this stuff and and one of the things I'm seeing in the in a Wrestle Zone report now is that apparently he's sh- he's shown up with a like basically a posse before of people he's shown up to do music before allegedly this thing with his wife. So it's like if all of this is true, even if it's not about offending a person, but like I'm gonna bring in all my crew, I'm gonna uh, here, I'm gonna bring in all these people here, I'm gonna do all these yes. things here, even if the antagonism isn't really real. But now he's being called out for those moments. It's like okay. It sounds like a Mark Henry who has tried to pull him aside to be like, okay, let's just have a conversation and got, you know, the big thumbs down, I don't want to talk to you kind of thing. Yeah, Um, and you're an asshole for doing something like that. Right.
0: All right? right. There's people at any sort of job that you have that you don't like, but you still should talk to them, especially if they've been around for longer.
1: Uh, Lou just asked, is it true that Leo Rush is broke? I've not heard that. Um but he is saying that he's not making enough money to make ends meet when he has to pay for, you know, travel and hotels and rental cars, um, that he's not getting paid for some other things that he has done. So I think that question is out there. Uh,
0: I, I don't know. I think he, I think it's full of shit. So I'm looking at the, the high-end three-bedroom or four-bedroom apartment, right? Because the guy, you know, I don't know if the guy has kids or anything like that times— so it's two thousand sixty-five times fifty-two, right? Two thousand sixty-five yep. times fifty-two equals—that's a hundred and twelve thousand. So that's still two hundred. All right, so that's still a good amount of change, right, for him to be able to do all the traveling and stuff like that. Because, but the thing is, is that he doesn't have to. Like, he's doing all this stuff for two because he's bringing his wife with him, like that. You don't hear any of the other fucking stories about the boys doing that. And that's why Finn Balor was like, maybe your wife shouldn't be here. And that caused an issue, too. Like, I, like, does he need her there at all the times? Like, like, think about that. Right. Think about how expensive that is. Because, you know, she doesn't like to fucking travel coach. You know what I mean? Right. It's, it's
1: and, like- and, and you and I know, too, you know, there is also that level in, in wrestling of when you're a veteran and how much you're listened to here, when you're not, and what you're listened to here. Um, that, you know, you don't get everything turned around to you at once. Because I guess one of his statements about, well, why didn't you listen to a vet who tried to pull you aside is well? He's not my boss. The guy's basically the same level as me. Instead of having that, that sort of moment of, well, isn't he a veteran? At the same time, as we've talked about before, the WWE is a very different animal. It's a very different universe. Right. You can't subscribe it to be the same kind of way it is on the independents when you're in that kind of market and environment. Though it's taking in some of the traditions of wrestling. Well, is it really carried that this person's still a vet and you need to listen to them? What kind of weight do they really have? You it, it, Yeah, but but you fucking
0: idiot. Like, this is the thing. Not, not right. you, not you, but, but I'm talking about Jeez, Leo. Jeez, Tim! <laughs> but Leo, here's the thing. You can say whatever shit you want to say about Mark Henry being on the same level as you and he's not your boss, but the guy can, is able to hold a fucking job for 23, 24, 25 years without... <laughs> And not, not having any issues like that. Unlike you, you fucking prick, that's been here for, for, what, maybe two years? A little cup of coffee? It's like that in any road of life, all right? Like, like I yeah. have, there's definitely people, you know, like, that, that you work with that you don't like, but if they've been there for a long time, it's because they know how to fucking play the game. Right. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> Uh, not going to lie, I was at an independent event a couple weeks ago. Uh, rookie's first match in front of a big crowd and he comes out and he does the Triple H spit yeah. on the side of the ring. And I was like, did did that just happen? <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm, that, I'm backstage next to people going like, is everybody else seeing this?
0: Oh, <laughs> uh, that's yeah. awesome. That's awesome. Um, I, I hope that makes it onto um, the, the butthurt or the the what is what are they what are they called the
1: uh there's the trash baggers of the wrestling trash baggers, yeah. yeah um <laughs> so let's talk about other relationships in wrestling why don't we yeah what do you got um so 1st i i'll i'll address Walter Walter's uh statement question about what about local indie talent Zach Clayton dating Jay um this is nothing new um they've uh been they've hooked up before they had separated they're back together again. Uh, Zach Carpinello, also known as Clayton or his new nickname 24, um, is dating uh, Jersey star uh, Jersey Shore star Wow, Jenny Farley um, that where, they've been where, hanging out together.
0: Where's Zach Clayton from? Is he up by me?
1: Uh, yes, he is from Bethlehem, New York. Oh,
0: okay, so that's not that far of a stretch though because WoW is right around here as well. So it's not it, that's not too crazy to me. You know what I mean? She's um, from uh, she's from East Greenbush, which is probably like uh, I don't know, like forty-five minutes away. So like, it's probably twenty-five minutes away from uh,
1: from Albany itself. And so, for those of you who have haven't really heard of him yet, even though he hasn't made it to the WWE yet, he wants to, of course, go there. He has wrestled. Oh, does he? CML, right, go figure. Uh, he has wrestled for CMLL and AAA wow. a, out of Mexico. So you know, he's no stranger to being in front of a camera. Um. Has been an athlete, played football, played baseball. So, um, that's weird. I've never heard of a guy getting into the wrestling industry <laughs> wanting to get to, uh, uh
0: WWWWWWWWWWW.
1: Yeah. Uh, buh, buh, buh. Ba, ba, buh, buh. Oh,
0: oh my gosh. Maybe, uh, uh, maybe he could take advice from Leo Rush because Leo Rush is the veteran, right? And, and,
1: and right, right. And that's just it, too. Like, I, <gasps> If somebody else was to do that kind of behavior to him, I know he would lose his shit.
0: Could you imagine? Like, it's that same mindset though. With like Ric Flair, <laughs> yeah. Like if Leo Rush, Leo Rush being like, ah, oh, fuck Ric Flair. Okay, the guy's on the same fucking level as me. It doesn't really fucking matter what this fucking guy has to
1: say. <laughs> like, right.
0: Like what? Like what are you? What are you talking about? there?
1: <laughs> right. Fucking Mark. Um. So I was curious about another relationship in the WWE, Um, David Otunga, who was dating or was married to. This is news
0: to me. I'm excited about this. All right. So, Jennifer. Should we hit the drum roll?
1: There you go. So, David Otunga.
0: No, you got to do it the way we do the main events. So do you want me to hit the button again? Oh,
1: sure. Sure. Go for it. David Otunga, and Jennifer Hudson, have been unable to reach a deal, in their custody battle, and now they're going to court. That's right. Wow. Couple is no longer together. Um, she had previously stated that he pushed her. Oh yeah, um, and yeah. Filed for protection, he and then she her. dropped it. Right. And, and um, then his
0: response was like,
1: "Bitch, I'm a lawyer." Pretty much. <laughs> I mean, I, <laughs> That's so what he said. she? She dropped the petition for an order of protection. They've been battling it out in court. Um, he's saying that this is nothing but an opportunity to defame him. Well, now he's subpoenaed his uh, uh, Jennifer Hudson's sister to come in for a deposition on the case. Oh, so it's no. like, okay, there's, there's family.
0: It's very funny, though, how that relationship went, like Jennifer Hudson, David Otunga, and now it's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, which is weird. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, she had the one hit. Right, she had that one single, and then that was it. You know,
1: she didn't want to sing. She sang the national anthem at a WrestleMania, right? Yeah, yeah or I wonder, SummerSlam.
0: How did she get that gig, Phil? <laughs> um. Mm. All right, so let's uh, let's let. I know we touched on it briefly because we were really excited and we were really hot when we came in, but um, let's talk about this whole star cast deal. All right, so let's let's talk about how. Are you looking at your watch right there? Is that is that, is that what that was?
1: No, I'm I'm looking up news on Starcast. All
0: right, so let's talk about Starcast. Basically, the Undertaker became a free agent for like a week, right? And during this week, <laughs> he, um, him and him and uh, Mr. Rumor and Innuendo Conrad, um. um Discussed uh doing Dead Man Talking Which was going to be a new Undertaker sort of podcast Or maybe just a special or something like that But it was going to be sweet, right? Um, Undertaker was asking for 25000 uh, And Conrad got it, right? His contracts were signed and everything like that And then all of a sudden Vince McMahon caught wind to this whole deal And put a kibosh to it It's not only them It's not only the star cast that, that this happened at um, this also happened overseas too. In the UK, um, the Undertaker was signed to do some, to do. I know some some guest appearances, maybe some Q and As or anything like that. And also the big bad uh, WWE had come in and uh, put the kibosh on that too. Now, as far as Starcast, um, um, Conrad had reached out to quote unquote a friend of his that that works for the company and um. And uh, tried to talk to Vince to have him, Vince to have him reconsider. He even went as far as to saying, for a replacement, we would want y- either you, Vince, or Stephanie to come and do do an interview with us. And uh, that was that was turned down as well. Um, so now that there's sort of a replacement, as a small gimme, um, Bret Hart and Tom McGee. Um, and if you don't know about this whole thing with Bret Hart and Tom McGee, oh, it's fantastic! Apparently, Phil, do you want to ch- chime in on this part here?
1: No, you keep going.
0: Am I? Am I? Am I killing it right now? Is that? Is that you what's are happening? doing awesome. So basically, back in 1985, 86 in that range, Tom McGee and Bret Hart um, had this match, and Tom McGee was getting really looked at like, hey. Uh, Vince, Vince's new, Vince's new, uh, dime piece. He was gonna make him the, the, the face of the company after, after Hogan. Even though Hogan had only been around, really, for, for three years. And Bret Hart, as much as I hate his attitude and his ego and everything like that, he's such a good fucking worker that he made this greenest shit motherfucker look so good that Vince, Vince was, like, fucking all over it he Vince was was all about that life and um and this match like like after the after this match happened and Vince was all ready to rock with Tom McGee and he put he put Tom in there with other competitors and he realized that Tom was the shits but so so from there you know this match had been banned forever and it was lost there was only three copies made um and and it was just a legendary match. Up until about a month ago, when when it turns out the match was found, Bret Hart himself had given um, given his whole tape library to this woman to digitize it for him, and and in there she found she found this match. You know what I mean? She, so so after they confirmed that the match was available, WWE went and they put a stop on the whole thing. They said, you know what? We're not um we're, we're not going to let you watch this match. Fast forward to this whole Starcade deal with the Undertaker and uh, and Kurt Angle too. Kurt Angle in the same situation as the Undertaker. He was booked for this thing. WWE put a kibosh on it. Um, um, but as a, as a uh, as a favor to everybody, um, WWE is allowing this match. Supposedly, this hasn't been completely. This is like ninety five percent confirmed. But Bret Hart and Tom McGee will be there to talk about the match together and supposedly the match will be shown
1: as well. Phil? I'm watching a clip now, but I'm not watching a clip of the match that was the stellar, iconic, like, oh my gosh, this guy's going to be my next champion. Yeah, like, oh! I'm I'm seeing when when McGee was kind of going to be not used and that him and Brett tried to do it again, roles were reversed, McGee was sort of leading the match, and you just see, like, he... Yeah. I mean... Great physique, great physique. Looks
0: like a champ, but that doesn't mean that you, you know you can walk a straight line too, you know. It's, <laughs> but yeah, so but let's let's go to the bigger picture about this whole thing. It's not so much about the match itself. I mean, I, I'm excited to watch this match just so that I, I I can say that I have. But the big thing is that is that WWE's rule over this whole Starcast deal with the Undertaker and everything like that. Yeah, you would think though that at least that they would honor that the contract was signed, and they're they're at least honoring the fact that the Undertaker Mark here is gonna is gonna be making money off off nothing. You know what I mean? Is yeah. it that that there's so many secrets that since he's been there forever that they're not letting this happen? Like, what do you think the real deal here is?
1: I, I think they look at the Undertaker as. spectacle i mean and i mean that in a in a very good respectful way that when WWE, for example in the 80s when they had andre the giant he didn't do every event because people would come out just to see andre because he was he was a seven and a half foot tall guy um so in that same way of the undertaker they only bring him out for special occasions that that really he's the like, Whoa, it's the undertaker moment that if you had that every single week, you wouldn't have that same kind of feeling. So now if he's out there talking a little bit more freely about the business, he's not as protective of the, of the gimmick he ran. Okay. I think there is sort of this sense of maybe there is a loss of control or a loss of something relating to him being so out there. Um,
0: but my and question, qu- though, with that same thing is that on YouTube, right? There's there's an an interview from the past year, let's say. I don't even know. Yeah. I don't even know how long it is. But he's doing the exact same thing he was gonna be doing here. Now, right. now, how is it good for the goose and not good for the gander? You know what I mean? Is it because of the right. whole like uh, you know relationship with AEW and Starcast and how it's all at the same deal?
1: That's that's my guess. I mean, even as there was the rumor of of. Conrad, whether or not he's working for WWE or not, well, he's allowed to do Starcast because it's a- allegedly not aligned with all elite wrestling. It just happens to be a fan event, the same weekend of of Double or Nothing at the same um, place, at the same place, just <laughs> at the like same time. It was, right. Um, but funded primarily by Conrad, <laughs> right. So if if and what he the fuck is, is this
0: guy a fucking millionaire? I know he's a he's a mortgage loan officer, but what the fuck, you know? Apparently, he
1: has some money. And and I hate, I hate to say it on a whole other spectrum of things. Like I've also learned that little trick too. That like, if for you to be recognized by the WWE for your talent, it help is helpful if you come with a good bank check, bank book too.
0: Yeah, but I mean, you know, as we're talking about his friend that he had go talk to Vince, right? You know what I mean? Right. Because now he's getting married into the. Uh, Family, <laughs>
1: you
0: know what I mean. So it's, it just, it just, um, it, it's just, interesting. But, but, yeah, I mean, the Phil, the last thing that I had here on our list to really talk about, um, was the NWA. You had, you had a lot of comments about the NWA that you that you were ready to divulge. The one thing you said to me was, "Are they still relevant?" <laughs> so.
1: <laughs> so. Uh, this past weekend, they had the Crockett Cup. Um, oh,
0: yeah. Did you see bro- Brutal Bob Evans' fucking post about that whole
1: thing? Oh, I was going to bring that up. So uh, the NWA has been such a mess for so long. And yes, I think Billy Corgan is trying to like rein it in and do something better with it. And one of the best things he probably did was to go, you know what? All you affiliates that call yourself the NWA that probably shouldn't even be anywhere near a wrestling ring unless you bought a ticket um you're wow. de- you're out like i'm yeah. streamlining who is associated with the nwa and not everybody is anymore um i think I, that was a. St- but i like that that's awesome to me right that is a good that i'm saying that that's a good part well what happened this is just to give context to the next Phil, how many
0: times have you wrestled for the nwa i can say i've wrestled for them like fucking 20 times
1: <laughs> uh probably <laughs> like a dozen yeah it's <laughs> crazy yeah um i wrestled for an awa affiliate oh me too pennsylvania no, uh Cal- or not Calgary, Montreal. Oh, wow. Right. Go figure. Wow. Um, <laughs> but the reason I brought up all the you know the other NWAs that don't no longer no longer exist is because some of them were using names that the NWA had from its history, like the Crockett Cup. So companies years ago were using the name Crockett Cup, and apparently they aren't now being recognized anymore. So they're saying that. This past weekend, even though there's been a con- continuity of Crockett Cups since 1986, they're now saying this was only the fourth Crockett Cup because it's the fourth one associated with the main body of the NWA.
0: Yeah, I like. All right, so my my when I first saw Brutal Bob's post right on Facebook, basically saying I'm like I'm pretty fucking sure, you know, a few years ago I was definitely in the uh, in the Crockett Cup. I get that, but. Um, the explanation you gave, I, I, I can see that too, because let's, right. let's, it's such a hard thing. It's such a hard thing to put, to wrap my head around because at the same time, it's like, who the fuck did Billy Corgan buy the NWA name off of? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You know, our I, old friend of the podcast, Jim Cornette, even said this years ago. He said, or not years ago, like right when they announced that, um, that Brutal Bob or not not Brutal <laughs> Bob, th- that Billy Corgan had purchased the NWA, he goes, from who? Who did he buy it from? Because the, the whole thing was that like the trademark was was for— was the, the WWE owns that trademark, do they not?
1: I don't think they do. So the NWA has always had a board of directors. They've had a, a body that governed them um, that was led by a lawyer. Um, Notice a trend in our conversation today, David on, uh, David Otunga on the NWA. So there, and wow. there even is this history of of lack of a better phrase ownership uh, that Bruce Tharp was the the previous president to Billy Corgan. So Billy uh, Tharp and that board of directors, and even that board of directors had some controversy because they also got rid of some of the other uh, affiliate promotions. They also had. Uh, there were arguments and I, I think there was a previous president who I don't know if he was suing, but I know he was trying to make a case for, well, wait a minute. You all you guys, you guys basically made a coup at one point to form a board of directors when not, not all of the board of directors were present. Something like that. So. So. Regardless to say right now, Billy Corgan is the owner of note, owner of record for for the National Wrestling Alliance, Um. That when they did Crockett Cup this last weekend, it was also an association with Ring of Honor, so brought in some of that talent. What's interesting is I'm not really hearing a lot about Ring of Honor taking some ownership and credit for the Crockett Cup either. Um, but it seems like the event itself went off pretty well. I saw Billy Corgan in an interview where he says later this summer they're going to have another event. It's like, well, wait a minute. So now you're saying this 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 company that you're paying you paid millions of dollars for. You're gonna have maybe quarterly or tertiary events uh in the course of a year. That's and, that's
0: not enough, Billy. And
1: you're also gonna be sharing this with Ring of Honor. So what are you doing? Like, the, like,
0: yeah. I thought that they were getting a TV deal,
1: right? Right. Um, and and my problem with with I mean, I've I think I've shared this with you before. My problem with Billy Corgan as a figure in wrestling, like Billy Corgan is a rock star. He gets in front of a camera when it comes to wrestling and he's like old man professor. Yeah, he's lame. With with patches on his elbows. I'm like, I wanted to see Billy Corgan rock star. So then if you're not going to be that, then be the figurehead behind the scenes and don't ever show your face. Don't be the representative figurehead of a company when you can't even live up to the hype of wrestling and you're just like, well, yeah, the NWA. Yeah, man. Well, what about the NWA? Yeah, man. Like, um, I will say the YouTube series, uh, 10 pounds of gold, uh, got a, got, did get a lot of traction. They were having a lot of people following them and, you know, very interested in what they were doing. Um, but now, you know, since then, because it was sort of about, um, Tim storm and he like, he was so relatively unknown in that building up for who was going to be next. Now, Nick Aldis has the title. This is not a slam on Nick at all, but it's kind of like there's not as much in the sphere of awareness about the NWA anymore. Right.
0: Like why – they put the, the belt on Cody for like a hot flash, right? Why did they take right. the belt
1: off Cody? Cody's
0: like one of the, the hottest guys,
1: you know? I think it was just that. I think it was just to get that general like, oh, it's Cody Rhodes because this was way before AW, AEW um, just because Cody was hot in that moment. Um, I mean, they put the NWA world title on Cole Cabana when he was super hot when he left the WWE because everybody thought, like, he was this wave of of independent new guys in independent wrestling. And in many ways he was. Well, now he's not that anymore. Now he's the NWA national champion. Um, and I don't know. So I, I want – I mean, of course, we've talked about this before. We want everybody in wrestling to succeed. Is this well, really doing? Do people mean, really care?
0: I mean, do we want everybody? everybody to sing? Right? To, uh, not everybody uh, can main event WrestleMania. I uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, I want six hundred thousand. Phil, come on.
1: Right. I want six hundred thousand. too. exactly.
0: Bill, what do you, uh, Tim, what do you got going on this weekend?
1: Uh, this weekend I have Star Pro Wrestling. Uh, That's going to be up near Philadelphia. Of course, you asked me without prompting, so I need to pull up the address because it's my first time there. Um, I'm very excited about Sunday. So Cinco de Mayo um, event. Uh, VFW post 6493, and that's in Warminster, Pennsylvania. Um, 645 Lewis Drive in Warminster, Pennsylvania.
0: Phil, just put it in the comments below for everybody. Tag them in there. Let them know that that you're plugging them. Is that all you're doing this weekend,
1: wrestling-wise? Wrestling-wise, yes. I have a a personal event this weekend that I'm attending. Oh, what is that? Do you not want to talk about it? Uh, I'm going to a friend's wedding.
0: Oh, wow. Well, Phil, it's wedding season, right? Wow. Freaking uh, 50-something days away from the uh, the Timmy Z wedding. Um, Phil, when is... uh, Speaking of StarCast and and the other deal, um, Double or Nothing, when is that? And are we doing a podcast for that? I'm going to ask you right now.
1: We are doing a podcast for that because that is the Memorial Day weekend.
0: Memorial Day weekend. Fantastic. Because wow. uh, somebody's got their bachelorette, so I got nothing to do that works. But the next podcast, Phil, that we'll be doing – will be for money in the bank Phil ladies and gentlemen yes that'll be coming up in two weeks Phil we're gonna do Wednesday we're gonna do Thursday for that one what are you, what are you thinking let's do Wednesday we'll do Wednesday May 15th so the Wednesday before money in the bank because that is on the 19th and we will um, we will call the winners and Phil I'm pretty certain that from the last show here that uh, you got two points on the board. I I'm still at three, but you know, um, double or nothing. Should we do double points again, Phil? Because it's, it's double or nothing.
1: Oh, for double or nothing. Yeah. Let's go for it.
0: Double or nothing. Double points. It's going to be fantastic. So thank you so much for stopping by. Thank you so much for hanging out with, with me and Phil. Um, make sure you like, make sure you subscribe to this channel. Also, if you feel like following us on the YouTube page, we do a lot more stuff there. Just look for, uh, username timmyz4674 and um and uh yeah other than that if I don't see you, catch me outside how about that